sometimes reboots are better. This is not one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> this is Watchers on the Couch, Castle Rock. And away we go. <laughs> Well, I don't really want to spoil our collective thoughts about this movie right at the top, but I guess I just did. Kind of. <laughs> so let's save the breakdown and thoughts on that for later, and um, we'll just sort of tack all that stuff on the end. Mm-hmm. Before that, we're going to do a whole bunch of other stuff. And, uh, well, let's introduce ourselves for new listeners. Uh, my name is Chris Nays, and I'm here with my co-host. Debbie Hodges. And we are here to discuss uh, Pet Cemetery, the reboot. I don't think that's the official title, but... Uh, and we're going to talk about, of course, Stephen King news, like we usually do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to discuss a whole bunch of trailers that have uh, recently been posted online. There's a lot of stuff coming out. Yeah, the uh, they did the upfronts for TV, which is where networks go and kind of show off all their upcoming stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch of stuff that we're totally into. I know, I'm so excited. So I'm, I'm assuming there's a whole bunch of stuff we're also not into, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Um, and already I have a cat in my face. Yeah, I mean, it's like we turn on the mics and bam, Venom is in our face. Actually, there's a cat. from the second I sat down at this table, Venom was on the table. Uh-huh. So he caused some havoc knocking over mic stands. <laughs> he wants to hit you in the face with him. Yeah. So uh, say hello to Venom, everyone. He's already gone. <laughs> <laughs> He's in and out just like that. Um, let's talk about Stephen King news, though, shall we? We shall. Uh, I'll go down my bits of information, and you also brought some stuff yes. today. So, um, first of all, Castle Rock Season 2 is uh, in the writing stage right now. So excited. Uh, it turns out it's going to be based on Misery and characters therein. And uh, I don't know if you are familiar with that movie and that story. That's with Kathy Bates. Right, Kathy Bates. And uh, what's his face? Um, I don't remember the actor's name off the top of my head. Very famous actor. I can see his face. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'll think of it. it it'll come to me. But uh, anyway, one of my favorite stories, definitely one of the best Stephen King movies, no doubt. It's she won an Oscar for it. Very intense. Absolutely. Um, and Kane? Is it Kane? His name Kane? I don't Con? think so. Con? Oh, yes. James Conn. Yes. Nailed it. Uh. <laughs> it only took us a couple of minutes. Um, the actor that they have, uh, they've announced a few actors for it, but the face that people might recognize from House of Cards, his name is Paul Sparks, and he is cast as Ace Merrill, the town bully. And I think the Merrills are a name that is involved in... Um, I was going to say, that sounds like a familiar name. Yeah. 
There's a few other ones that I didn't write down, but uh, I'm excited for that story. I think this... I'm excited and sad because I, I still want the kid. Yeah, see, that's the thing is like, this is going to be an anthology series. So like some people are going to like it more that it is that because they didn't like the first season. Some people are going to like it less because you're not getting those characters back. Usually, we assume. Usually I like anthologies because yeah. I like how it starts over. But I think because I got so uh, used to um, the American Horror Story show and how that's its own season every season but it's all the same people so you know you even though they're playing different characters like the same actors are back and, yeah and that's what i really like about about that and there's so, definitely uh um, i wish it was the same on this because i want all those people back yeah there's definitely positives to that because the, the watcher still feels familiar mm-hmm uh, with the material, even though it's new people or that it's new characters, and right? and and the Fargo TV show, yeah, does it like Castle Rock does? It's one season and it's one and done. And I think that's why I never watched anything else with them because I watched the first season. And I loved all those people. Oh man, you should definitely check out the next two seasons. There maybe is four. Anyway, um, I yeah, hundred percent agree. Loved the first season of Fargo, and I continued and watched the rest of yeah. them. And ha- they all had great acting. I mean, I'll, I'll keep watching Castle Rock. I'm just yes, I'm of course. Sad still, I'm in sad phase. Well, um, further information I'm sure will come out, and depending on if we get back together again to do another podcast before season two starts, we may. Uh, catch everybody up on that when does season two they haven't announced a date yet uh it could either be the end of this year or next year oh well we'll get back together before that because we got to talk about it chapter two. Oh yeah of course because that Which, comes out this year right that'll be out in the summer i think <laughs> i'm asking <laughs> i guess uh moving on amc is making a pilot script for the book sleeping beauties that yeah. That King did with his son. Uh, it's a great book. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to whatever that's going to be. There's no trailers or anything out for that yet. Have you read that? I am trying to think. I don't think it's I a did. fairly newer one. I think yeah. either last year or the year before. I, I'm i trying to remember what the, what the storyline was. I, I know it has to do. I think it's uh, females all um go to sleep at the same yeah. time like they they go in cocoons right um i i have i only read it once so that sounds the, familiar yeah the details are very vague but um it should be cool i mean amc is very good at making shows yes i trust sure. them with their content you know of course they made breaking bad they're the home of walking dead which some people would say that's a bad thing <laughs> for this series i disagree but um well let's move on anyway creep show is almost finished for uh the streaming service shutter which is a horror streaming service um it's gonna be a remake uh in episode form instead of movie form like the original creep show one and two were mm-hmm um love those original creep shows i know that some insane special effects people are involved uh the main guy who does walking dead i think has done an episode or two 
Um, that should be really cool. So, TV shows, I think, are a lot better for Stephen King. Yeah. You can fit all of the crap in. Yeah, that's like, I don't know. We'll get to talking about a terrible reboot here in a little <laughs> bit. But, like, there's so much more up in the air. You don't know where it's going to go. So, like, it's a positive and a negative. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's fresh. But if they take it in the wrong direction, then it's not as good as the book. Yeah, well, so. you know, it, like Castle Rock, they took an idea, mm-hmm. you know, or a, an area. A setting. Yeah, right. and then they went with it. So that plays well. But yeah, it, it's bad for people who read the books. and then. I mean, there's book purists that are just like, I want exactly what that book is. And yeah, like yourself. Me. And <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I could... Take it or leave it. Like, it depends on what it is. You know what I mean? And with movies, I very much like to go in, actually with both movies and shows, I like to go in watching the trailer sort of one time, maybe twice, and then forget about it, and Mm -hmm. then go in with fresh eyes and ears and not knowing what I'm going to get. We're so opposites on that. I don't know. I like... I like to take in everything I can. (laughs) Well, then... Like you are right at home in the age that we're in because (laughs) shows will put up like 15 trailers Mm -hmm, and I will watch them all. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I already know everything that's going to happen in the show, but I'm still going to watch it. (laughs) Yep. And then I get pissed when they showed all the cool stuff in the trailers. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's I mean, that's why I stay away. I can't. I feel like sometimes they ruin stuff that way. Yeah. Which well, when we get into trailers, maybe one or two of them is like that. Uh, let's see here. Moving on. Clips from Dr. Sleep and It Chapter 2 are being shown for press, and the uh, reception by press is generally positive, so that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't always trust that, though. Uh, no. Pet Cemetery early audience, audiences really, really liked it a lot. I think that that maybe um, they were under some kind of hypnosis, <laughs> <laughs> or they changed something. I don't know. You it's know? possible. Like yeah, when those early audiences see something, like the movie changes after that. Yeah, yeah they showed it at um, whatever that festival is in Austin. That you know, this show movies they'll show they'll have bands play. Um, oh yeah, that at the uh, SX at the. Yeah, what is that called? South by Southwest. Yeah, Yeah. I know there's X's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's their shortening of it. Uh, So, I mean, we'll see. But um, I have, for this stuff, I have higher expectations than I normally do. For most movies, uh, even the ones that are super hyped, I'm like, keep expectations low. Right. Like Game of Thrones this season, I was like, keep them fucking low. I was one of the people, I don't know, if are you up on Game of Thrones? Do you know no. any of that? Okay, so last season, what towards the end of it was a little rush, and I voiced my opinion about that, and I was immediately shot down like, you're wrong, this is awesome <laughs> that this is happening. I'm like, okay, when we get to next season and we see that they do not that many episodes uh, and they're rushing everything, I think you guys are going to be singing a different tune. I mean, they rushed it so bad they left cups. In the episodes, <laughs> like two different times. Yeah, no, they left water bottles in the last episode. Well, yeah, like two, but two different water things or drink things they mm-hmm. left it. That's how rushed they are. Yeah, and then also there was these compilations of 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 the uh, actors doing press. Yeah, and people would press would ask them like, "What are your thoughts on the season?" They're like, 
All of them were like, oh, mm. uh, I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> like, they were not enthused. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I I was pretty pleased with the final season. It did feel a little rushed. I think everybody kind of agrees with that. Well, I mean, six episodes. I think it was... It's going to be rushed. Was it six? Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was six or eight. No, it was six. Yeah. It should, probably should six have been eight. not that many. Eight probably wouldn't have felt nearly as rushed. Yeah, totally. And then, you know, I, like... I would be okay with them keeping the episodes as long as they were too, and still yeah. add an extra two, and that would probably leave because the episode room. length fluctuated, right? Yeah, but Between they were like generally and... there was a couple that were like the regular fifty-ish minutes, and then the rest. I I might be wrong about that, but most of them were an hour and a half. Yeah. So movie length episodes, which like you're still getting a lot people mm-hmm. out there, so <laughs> I don't know. Um. Anyway, it'll never be enough, though. Right. Um, and then last thing Stephen King news wise, I wanted to mention, I think is, uh, Eli Ross history of horror was on AMC last October. I think I might've mentioned that when we were talking, um, season one Mm -hmm. and now they have a podcast paired with that show that takes those kind of, cause it's basically based around information uh, gleaned from interviews with mm-hmm. different people involved in the horror genre. And Stephen King is one of the episodes and it's an extended full conversation with him. So on the podcast. Yeah. So okay. they took clips of it for the episode and then mixed them with other people. They also interviewed. Uh, and then for the podcast, they took the whole thing and posted it. Oh, so, that's awesome. uh, recommend that to you as well as listeners. Uh, lots of really cool tidbits of information of, um, Stephen King's thoughts on the horror genre in yeah. different areas. Like one is about um, the uh, what I guess I can't remember what they call the episodes, but one is based around oh slashers is two mm-hmm. episodes. It's because that's a big sort of mm-hmm. chunk of horror in the eighties, right? Yeah, everything. Yeah, you your Halloweens. You got your fucking. Friday the 13th, you know, I'm Freddy, yeah, Friday. Freddy, yeah, you got all kinds, of, you, and then there's a creature episode, so Steven is, I mean, very schooled in all of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, he, he loves movies too, so. And I'm always interested to hear his thoughts, because he always, usually says something. He's so. very well spoken yeah. about the genre in general, so, uh, highly recommend Eli Ross History of Horror Podcast, definitely check that out. Uh, and what did you bring to the table? Um, well, I have just some information on upcoming Stephen King things. Okay. So, um, Hulu is adapting King's fantasy novel, The Eyes of the Dragon. Um, it's going to be written by Seth Graham Smith, who did Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Um, the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the, Graham also produced uh, It and Child's Play, the new one. So. Oh, sweet. So he'll be the showrunner for that. Um, and I that's think he f- wrote that fantasy novel for his daughter as well. So, like, that's a totally unique thing that he did, you know? Yeah, it's the the novel's about a fantasy, or it's a fantasy that tells the story of a young prince who was framed for the murder of his father and his brother, who was in the thrall of an evil magician. Um, so yeah, so, that's not horror. No, at it's all. pure fantasy. <laughs> right. Um, 
The other thing is, let's see, Apple announced that Julianne Moore would star in a limited series adaption of King's 2006 novel, Lissy's Story, with King writing all the episodes and J.J. Abrams producing. Well, that's one that I haven't read as so well. So that should so, be good. Yeah. Um, she cries a lot in movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so HBO is going to have a mini series of The Outsider starring Jason, or no, Jason Bateman is producing. Um, yeah, that's one of his uh, <clears throat> latest novels as well, and it was great. Yeah, and CBS All Access is going to have The Stand as the miniseries. Um, Jesus, there's so much coming out. <laughs> Doctor Sleep featuring Ewan McGregor and In the Tall Grass uh, based on a novella written by King and his elder son, Joe Hill. Doctor Sleep is the sequel to The Shining. Right, and so there, we're going to have In the Tall Grass and then... New Line announced that James Wan, who did uh, Aquaman and does all of the, um, like the Annabelle and mm -hmm. all of those types of movies, um, were set to collaborate on an adaption of King's Salem's Lot. So we're getting... We're getting a lot of Stephen uh, King. Another Salem's Lot, which... Um, there's not that many... I'm like, I can't even think of off the top of my head, like current vampire movies yeah. that have come out like i don't even i have no idea of any of that genre there really. hasn't been for a while now I, I don't think so so that'll be cool and the old school one from the late 70s like one of the first adaptations of any stephen king ever mm -hmm. was really cool it's like a it's a mini series but they they released it as a, a really, really long movie as well. Yeah. So, and that's like impossible to find on DVD as well. So, Well, it seems like all these companies that are coming out with their own streaming services are going to have a Stephen King show. Yeah, everything like is of sort them. of splintering out. Yeah, so I mean, like That's Apple... kind of how things are set up now. Like We used to have three movie channels, and you would just watch whenever they came on those, you know, yeah. and like, well, I, even Charter Spectrum is having original programming. Really? Yeah. And that's a cable network. That's a cable network. It's I weird. mean, so that's what I'm saying. Like, well, Apple, not even a cable network. It's like a, a provider. Provider, yeah. yeah. I mean, Apple has original programming. CBS All Access is doing yeah. their own. I mean, it's just crazy the amount of... Which, by the way, Twilight Zone, new Twilight Zone on the CBS uh, app or whatever mm -hmm. is amazing. I mean, is there, I have to pay for that, though, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that show is so good. I want you to at least see it once and then, like, maybe buy it and then cancel it right after you watch those. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wonder if they do, really like, a good. free trial. Yeah. They're, um, I want to say there's eight, maybe, in the first season or something like that. Because they've are, I think they've already finished out the first season hmm. very recently. But me and... Or uh, Lindsay and I have watched all of them. We absolutely love them. They're so in the same vein of the old ones. Yeah. You know, they're just obviously color, you know, but the. Uh, and with new actors instead of yes, the, yes. the old actors. But like, you know, they they have winks to old episodes, old classic episodes, but they very much stand on their own. Um, and Jordan Peele just knocked it out of the park with those. So hmm. highly recommend that to anybody listening. Um. So, uh, yeah, I guess we can get to 
the trailer stuff. But oh, I I forgot to mention this. We both so saw a uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. We did. Um, we were kind of planning on doing a full episode about it, but I like we're already so backed up and stuff. I feel like we should just talk about it a little bit on here. Okay. So, and I know that's way off of the <laughs> uh, concept of this show specifically, but um, well, what were your thoughts on it? I loved it. You went and saw it with your son, right? Yes. And he is not a laugh out loud type of guy. Yeah. Um, he gets that from me. Sure. <laughs> but while we were watching it, there was this one scene where... Pikachu being voiced by Ryan Reynolds is mm. singing the Pokemon song yeah. while he's walking along the bridge being yeah. really sad. And Dexter was cracking up. And I was just like, finally, <laughs> something that makes him laugh in a movie. Because he's always so stoic, just like in the zone watching it. Yeah. That was a big laugh moment in the theater yeah. for us, too. And I, I don't know. I thought it was super cute. Yeah. I, w- I was happy that Dexter was finally able to see a movie with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Because he knows who Deadpool is. He mm-hmm. knows all about that. And so we just kept saying it was Deadpool Pikachu for kids. I was going to say, like, so did he recognize the voice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. He was, um, he was just excited he finally got to see a movie with him. I'm like, this is the only movie probably yeah, for a while. Where, like, the interests line up that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I thought the the... The computer animation, like all the Pokemon looked amazing. Oh, the, yeah, that's a definite, definite high point of this movie is like all the Pokemon were super detailed. Yeah. You could tell they didn't just like mail it in. You right. know what I mean? Like no, they, they took their time with this. For sure. And it's definitely a rewatchable movie because there's so many Pokemon in each scene yeah. that if you watch it even three times, you're not seeing them all. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention like, um, Pikachu gets wet at one oh point. Oh my god! He's and the detail so on him—so adorable. Yeah, obviously cute as hell. Yeah, the detail was amazing. I mean, you know, he's shaking off water, and you could see the wetness in his uh, fur. You yeah. know, um, but yeah, like you said, everything looked great. It's a great looking movie. Yeah. They actually filmed it. Like they didn't. It wasn't all digital. Yeah. So and you know like. So many movies that are all CG just look like crap because mm-hmm. it's all digital. You know what I mean? And you're you're the naked eye can tell that. You know yeah, what I mean? well, you could tell that they were in those locations. Yeah, the backgrounds were yeah. very good looking, you know, mm-hmm. so that helped it out a lot, yeah. especially for somebody like me going in like, first of all, not like the biggest Pokemon <laughs> fan in the world. I went because Lindsay like really, really wanted to see it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll definitely check out Pokemon. Like, I like anime. And I, I sort of watched it a little bit when I was a kid, you know, mm-hmm. um, played the video game a little bit, uh, but we were probably the only one in there, only ones in there without kids. Without children. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a 1030 show on a Saturday and it was week two, I think. 1030 morning? Yes. Okay. And, um, it was the second showing of the day, but, uh, theater was still completely packed. Mm-hmm. Like when Lindsay bought tickets online, she said that it was like the only two seats that were still set together. Right. Um, Well, what was really cute is Dexter had, and I think Nick told him to ask me, but it was just really cute because Dexter asked me the Monday before we saw it because we saw it that Saturday. Yeah. He was like, will you buy tickets? Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) 
Okay. But I was glad I did because when I went online to, you know, reserve our seats, there was a, there was a lot of seats taken. Yeah, well, uh, that's one thing I really like about Ronnie's oh my now God, is like I love that. you can you make sure you get seats that are good mm-hmm. and not get there and be sitting in the front. You yeah, know? you can get there as late as you want. The I do have a complaint uh, about the theater though. The this is the only time this has happened. The sound was really weird in our theater. It sounded muffled. Yeah. Like it didn't sound like we were getting the full um, surround sound. Surround sound. Yeah, like. And we weren't center of the theater either, but I would think the speakers that are close to us, we would be able to hear a little bit louder. Yeah. And they were noticeably quiet. So I don't know if that was a thing for like kids, they tone it down maybe. I don't know. Um, But it was odd. I don't remember that. I don't usually see kids movies, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I do want to buy it just so I can see all the bonus features. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some cool stuff. I'm sure there'll be good stuff. Yeah. Because um, I just imagine Ryan Reynolds was on set everywhere, just like in a microphone, yeah. <laughs> talking as Pikachu to Justice right. Smith, you know, like and interacting. Yeah. And they just digitally animate the mouth movement later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they probably just let him go sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of worried that kids would be talking the whole time, but it did not turn out that way at all. It was maybe like the first 10 minutes kids were still talking. And then once they got zoned in mm-hmm. on the movie, they're like... You could hear a pin drop, you yep. know what I mean? And then, of course, they're, like, laughing at the right moments. And when they see Squirtle or they see Charmander or any of the classic ones, yeah. they're like, oh, my God, it's Charmander. <laughs> like, this is the cutest thing ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, was, so it was good. We I... picked a good kids one to see. You know what I mean? I wouldn't normally ever go, really, to see a kids movie. Yeah. Uh, unless it was, like, a family thing or something like that. Um of course, Ryan Reynolds was great in it. Mm-hmm. He's perfect at that character. Um, I don't think I really want to spoil it for people. Uh, um, but, no, it, uh, was, it was good. Although I'm I'm interested to see how they do a second one. Because I know that they've said that they're making a Detective Pikachu Yeah, they Pikachu are. It's already too. greenlit. So, so I'm, I'm curious, and I'm sure you are too, yeah. since we've seen it, to know how they do that. Probably called Pika 2 <laughs> or something. Um yeah, the I would say another mark against it is like comparing it to like Shrek or the Marvel movies where there are a bunch of jokes that adults would think mm-hmm. are really funny that the kids wouldn't necessarily get. Well, they I didn't really have that. It's no. all it's they really tried to just hit jokes that go across the board. Well, another thing is it was just PG. Yeah. It wasn't even PG thirteen. Right. I mean, it's the next step up above G. Yeah, that's the right move so, though. Like Yeah. Um, Although we did hear a hell and a damn. Yeah. And those were the only two curse words. <laughs> Earmuffs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, do they consider those curse words, though? I don't know. Maybe not for rating. Uh, I well, I, I, I think you can only use two, and I think yeah. it's like a list of words you can choose from to put yeah. in the movie. And... and it might be like the intense action sequences and stuff that yeah. push it to PG, you know? Um, But yeah, no, thoroughly enjoyed it overall. Uh, another thing that happened though is like kids get really like happy with the chair movement. Oh yeah! So that was happening a lot, and Lindsay and I just looked at each other at one point because this kid behind us just kept doing it back and forth. Oh my god! Where <laughs> like, is why, the parent? What are they doing? Oh my god! No, <laughs> the the parents are obviously there with them. You know, like why aren't they saying anything? Yeah, Dexter learned real quick not to do that. Any further thoughts you want to say about Pikachu? Or you want to move on? We can move on. So back to adult themed things. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about trailers. Okay. Because there's a lot of crazy trailers. 
Um, actually, I just like went on a roll yesterday when, and the day before when we decided we were going to do this. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, let me really dive in because I just let these kind of sweep under the rug sometime. And I was like, holy shit, they're posting some <laughs> as I do this. So uh, Black Mirror's Season 5 trailer posted. Okay. That's coming out June 5th. So, so like literally next week. I've so never week. seen it. Is okay. it is is it um an anthology type yes. series? So yes. everyone is its own thing? Well, some of them have things that connect like certain concepts. Um But like if I want to watch season five, yeah, do you I, don't have do to I, go I, back. Okay. So um yeah, like for instance, there's this um electronic it's a it's a made up thing. Mm-hmm. But it's an implant sort of thing that they place on their um what do you call that? Your temple. Your temple. And it takes over your vision and you can like, you're in like a digital world. Okay. Right. So that's a thing that is recurring over okay. a couple of the different seasons. Right. So, and they'll use thing devices like that. You know what I mean? Okay. But besides that, you could just jump in. So, um, I actually heard yesterday that Miley Cyrus is going to be on an episode, so that's enough reason to watch right there, because who the fuck knows what that's going to be like. She was in the whole trailer. Yeah, right. So they, as I was, I sent you the one that was like teasing all of them, and then as I was sending you that, they're like posting (laughs) full trailers of each episode. I'm like, holy fuck. Um, So that was only one episode? Yes. Oh. So there's going to be multiple different stories. and That was um, a lot going on for just one episode. Sure, yeah. I mean, they'll be like an hour long. So, you know, some of them longer. Some of them have been longer. Um, They they did a Christmas special with John Hamm that's particularly worth watching. Well, I know they had the Choose Your Own Adventure episode. Yep, yep. So that, and that, did you do that? No. No. Because I didn't, I didn't know if I could. Because yeah. I thought they were. Oh no, yeah, you can check that out. It's really super dark. Huh. Everything in the show is super dark. Um, one of the reasons I like it a lot. So, so how do the episodes connect, or do they not connect either? They don't. No, they. Um, it's usually a contained story in each one. Sometimes, so it's almost like it's almost like Twilight Zone then. Where yes. It's, okay. But sometimes there'll be connective tissue, like I said, with that device. The devices. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just didn't know if they had like a theme that they went with like well, each season or it's, it's technology. Uh, it, it's based around technology kind of going, running amok and like taking over our world. Okay. Basically. Um, and in different ways. Right. So, um, I don't want to spoil any kind of episodes, so yeah. I want to I want to let you dig into that on your own. No, I mean that makes sense with the the Miley Cyrus trailer sure. I watched. That, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So they teased. I think there's going to be three, but it seemed like there was more than that. Uh, maybe like their the trailers are just deliberately confusing because mm-hmm. they don't want to give anything away. Are you saying only three or four episodes? Yeah, for this season. So like, oh wow. They they do the um it's such a weird setup. Yeah, they do the British sort of setup for shows. So like British shows a lot of times will do six episodes hmm. and that's it. You know what I mean? For a season. So And then how long is the wait between seasons? Varies. Okay. You know what I mean? They're not as stringent, we'll say. Okay. Cause uh, over here, you know, it's either like the standard ten, you right. know what I mean, or whatever. And then they do one every year, you know. Interesting. Um, 
So Learning from all kinds the of trailers that I saw, one is called um, Smithereens, and it's about an Uber driver who goes insane over technology. Oh, boy. Um, and they give a lot away in the trailer, which I was like, why are you doing this? Um, next one was the, I believe is the, um, Miley Cyrus one. And I couldn't, I mean, maybe I don't think I was able to watch the full trailer of that. I just, from the other trailer I knew is a pop star Mm -hmm. story of some kind. So yeah, she plays a pop star. Okay. And then, and she, and she makes like, um, uh, a little electronic like, oh, doll robot. like yeah. her. Yeah, it almost reminds me of like an Alexa or something, but it looks like her. Kind so of. we'll get like an evil robot story probably. It almost seems like she gets trapped in it. Ooh. Yeah, see, that's another thing that... Ha- well, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to... <laughs> Damn it. That's something that happens all the time. <laughs> well, it's like, like I said with the thing... In. Yeah, like I said with the thing that they put on their yeah. their face like... When you're engulfed in a digital world and shit goes wrong, that's not good. No. <laughs> so, um, and then Striking Vipers is the title of another one, and it's about a husband hiding something using that digital device. Mm. Uh, it seems like it's a digital, uh, it's a double life, maybe. Uh, or it's vipers. Or it's snakes. Striking Vipers, right. <laughs> or it's snakes. Either way, we're scared. Robot snakes. <laughs> um. Let's talk Westworld for a second. Uh, season three, the trailer is up. What did you think? I well, are you caught up? Yes. Okay. So when I was watching it, I was I was seeing. Um, fuck, what's her face? Uh, Dolores. Yeah, I was is... seeing Dolores like in the background shots, but it was never like the front of her face, but it looked like her. Yeah. In, in a lot of the scenes. Right. Because at first I was like, well, this doesn't have anything to do with Westworld. But then I started realizing, oh, she's she's going to start using him to do her dirty work. Yeah. And then, and you then get it to ends the end, with, and I was like, oh, I'm right. There's the connective tissue yeah. right there. So I'm excited to see what she does now in the real world. What do you think about Aaron Paul, the actor Aaron Paul, who was in Breaking Bad being in this season? So kind I never of out of nowhere. I never saw Breaking Bad. Oh, you didn't? No. So it's I don't. Like you and Tim, and no one else in the world has not seen it. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't connect him to that. So when I see yeah, him, yeah. I I know that he was in that. You show. just know he's quality actor. Yeah. Right. And and I was like, oh, okay, we'll see where this goes. Well, um, take it from me, he's amazing at what he does, and it's insane that he's in Westworld season three, and it's only going to make it better. Mm-hmm. Um. I loved the trailer. It didn't give anything away, really. It's just no, it was his very fast. Well, because it's it's this character we don't know his perspective. Yeah. On his story, you know what I, I mean, like his world in the real world, and then I don't know how Westworld could get ever give anything away anyway, because they're so like shifty with all of their information. Sure. And, and now we're going to a whole new area of the yeah, story. So... so how could you? Yeah. But they played it right. Yeah. They they're just talking from his perspective, and then you get the bam, you get Dolores at the end of it. So mm-hmm. or Wyatt, whichever one you want to call her. Yeah. Right. Um. So. We're um, one for two in trailers that I liked. Because <laughs> the Black I, Mirror ones, I'm like, I'm so scared that they gave away stuff yeah. that I, I'm never going to watch it until it comes out next week. So, like, I, I almost, I'm scared though for Westworld season three just because 
they didn't show anybody that we knew, mm-hmm. you know, except for Dolores slash Wyatt. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, how much are everybody else in the season? Right. You know? and like, if, well, who else got out? I don't. Well, that's the thing. And who else got out? Who else is going to be like remade? You know, it looks like she's alone. But she got out with what's her face. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. she got out with somebody. So like she got out with Sandy Newton's character. But by right? the time he finds her, you know what I mean? Like there's a, there's an obvious yeah. time jump that we don't know what's happening. And I'm sure they'll <laughs> I'm sure they'll pull that punch. Like, oh, my God. Until like halfway through the season. They and then so they'll tell good. us what's actually happening. Yeah. They're so good with just keeping you in the dark and then being like, oh, yeah, none of this is actually happening right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we forgot to tell you this is not present day at all. We're, we're in the future. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I was going to mention the stylist, stylistic uh, interpretation of whatever time frame the story is taking place in is very evident by the trailer, you know, because mm-hmm. you're seeing like, I don't know, it, was it a flying car? It was something like that. It had like neon lights and shit yeah. on it, like Back to the Future 2. So, um, I don't know. I'm a dork for that kind of stuff, too. I love that. Can't wait to see what I can't season wait. three is going to be. Awesome. I can't wait for the mind fuck again. Yeah, that's exactly. All that show is. They're going to try to wow us again and confuse us completely, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Which is why they get leeway for taking two years for a fucking season. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Whatever. I got other shows. Yeah. I got wrestling every week to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it sort of looks like Tokyo-esque. I would say. So yeah. I'm super into that. Love it. Can't wait for it. Um, and might as well plug Watchers on the Couch, uh, Westworld Season 3. If you want to mm-hmm. not be confused about what's going on you know, and have somebody you... lead you through, like I listened to Tim and those guys. Oh my God, you need that breakdown. I really did. Like, especially Season 2, I was like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Maybe I could help unconfuse myself a little bit. Season two was crazy. I, I need to watch that again because I, I need to watch it from the beginning knowing what's going on yeah. so I can watch it with new eyes. It, you know? I'm sure like it would hold up under a rewatch for sure. Yeah. Um, well, because you'd be the whole time going, oh, my God, yeah. they are showing me these things. <laughs> right. You know, um, there's the clue. So I don't know if you saw this trailer or not. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. The uh, Tarantino trailer DiCaprio and Pitt yep it's coming out in July DiCaprio let's see I, I wrote down a list of people DiCaprio Pitt Margot Robbie as Sharon Tate uh the late Luke Perry yeah Luke Perry's in it I forgot about that mm-hmm. Kevin Smith's daughter's in it mm-hmm. um yeah he posted a screenshot of her in the trailer of it there's I this is an incomplete list. There's more. Al Pacino's in it. Yeah, I can't I can't remember who. It's a star-studded cast. Let's just say that. For sure. it, it's a Tarantino film. It's I didn't be- like the first trailer. I was very confused by it. I didn't know what the movie was gonna be. I knew bef- like information across press and stuff about mm-hmm. it. it was gonna be about the Manson family. And they gave more Manson information away. This yes, time. they very much in the full trailer cleared up what this movie's going to be. Uh, the stunt man played by Brad Pitt, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets uh, introduced to the Manson family in the trailer yeah. in a very short clip. But um, he plays DiCaprio's stunt man. So, and it, it looks like DiCaprio is playing kind of like 
an actor whose star has fallen yeah. or is in the process of doing so. Um, are you a Tarantino fan? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I'm kind of biased. I love pretty much everything he's ever done. Yeah. So um, besides with the exception of maybe that uh, Kung Fu movie did not kill Bill, but he did another Kung Fu movie that sort of went under the radar. I can't even remember the name of it, but it wasn't good. Mm. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this. I'm probably not going to watch the trailer again. Uh, I, like I said, I don't like doing that. Mm. I feel like I go in and I just see things that I've already seen. I'm like, well, I've, if I didn't know that was going to happen, then I probably would have liked this a little bit more. Yeah, but his like movies are like of... three hours long. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. He, he can't spill everything. Yeah. What's great about Pulp Fiction still to this day is it doesn't feel like it's long. No. Like the well, stories it's broken are broken up. Yeah. Yeah. But the stories are so well placed. Um, I just watched that last week, week before. I. I like watching it. I will never watch it on TV, though. Mm. It I was on. It was on one of the yeah. movie channels. Oh yeah. Well, then that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There's. I. I can't do movies on cable though. That's the thing where like I, the commercials are too much. Yeah. I will say I keep coming into Pulp Fiction at the same time though. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't been able to see like I never. You see, missed the first story. Yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> see the first like twenty minutes. So I never see the John Travolta and Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. going to the restaurant like i'm always coming in like right after marcel and him shoot the guy in the car yeah on accident and then they got to go to the house and like get the the fixer guy right like it's always like that part i come into and i'm like god damn it <laughs> at least you get to see the gimp though yes <laughs> yes i do <laughs> get to see that shit <laughs> every time yeah every time um so yeah we're both excited about that yeah uh, moving on to the Watchmen trailer. They're um, rebooting this, apparently. On HBO? Yeah, it's going to be out in fall of 2020. Seems to be a totally revamped approach to I'm excited. the story. You are excited for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I am tentatively excited. I really liked the movie version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think we actually saw that together. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see all the different Rorschachs because they were showing. Like, yeah. So it's, it looks like from the trailer, it's like a gang of Rorschachs. Yeah. But they're, I, what I'm thinking is those are the superheroes hiding their identities. Mm. Um, but they come across in the trailer as vigilantes of some kind yeah. or like, or maybe robbers or something like that. And then the police are also in these yellow masks that are really cool. Mm hmm. Uh, they cover from the uh, from the eyes down, right? I why I'm tentative about it is totally rebooting something that's so beloved by comic book fans in general who are yeah. like kind of fickle sometimes. It's not always a great sign. This movie or this show better bring it on the music. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, the the movie had an amazing soundtrack. Oh yeah, and. Um, you, the, I mean, the comic book is so super beloved. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing comic book, uh, graphic novel. They they were able to contain this huge world of characters in like twelve issues of comics, hmm. and to this day, it I'm, as far as I'm concerned, like not that many comics match it in quality. So, 
we will see what they do with this. Um, it's, I mean, a very, it's kind of a short trailer too. So like, yeah, they'll probably put up a full length at some point and then we'll get a better idea of what it actually is, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and then we get Don Johnson at the end of it, which was weird. <laughs> it's uh, always weird when hat. he just shows up. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, you're still working. Oh. Yeah, exactly. He's been in, I think he was in a Tarantino thing. Or maybe it was Robert Rodriguez or something. I don't remember. But uh, anyway, let's move on. Mm -hmm. Stranger Things, Stranger Things season three. Uh, let's see. I okay. Before I wrote this down, um, I wasn't able to go back and watch the full trailer again before we do this. But I did watch a short trailer they posted yesterday that mm -hmm. I mentioned to you where. The asshole from season two mm -hmm. is a lifeguard now, so apparently he's coming a back. A hunky lifeguard. Yeah, <laughs> right. And all these middle-aged women they are call them staring cougars. at <laughs> Yeah, they call him cougars. Uh -huh. And he compliments one, and she's particularly randy about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so he gets do you the agree juices flowing on those ladies. No, I don't like the hair at all. You don't like the 80s hair? No. Well, come on. I mean... <laughs> No. It doesn't do it for you. No. So so say you were born in the 70s and you were a teenager in the 80s. I'm sure I would have got very Oh. I What's our rating on here? Like Uh triple X. <laughs> no, we could curse, we could say whatever we want. Well, I almost I almost had a, you know, horny? Well, I wasn't going to say horny, I was going to say what. Oh, oh yeah, see that's worse, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, at first, at first I was going to say moist, and then I was like, oh, oh. Well, I don't know if you want to say that. And I did already. <laughs> See, wet, it's still kind of sexy. Yeah. When you get to moist, it's like, <laughs> You picture things that you don't want to be picturing, right? Cake, right? Cake. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't know. Like, I, let's just stop. Uh -huh. <laughs> no, but the trailer's funny. Mm -hmm. Um Obviously, they're taking the creatures to even, um, you know, deeper, darker places, right? Um, I'm so excited for season three. The creature that they showed in the hallway of the school, I guess it might be, mm -hmm. looked crazy. Um, so, I don't know. We're going to get all the same cast back again, I thankfully. Know, the kids are growing up. They are. And, you know, what that means is, like, they're eventually going to grow out of yeah. them doing this show. So, we just have to be happy with whatever amount of seasons we get. Because, apparently, they're all going to be good. Mm -hmm. The first two, I don't know about you, but I was I was stoked about season two and season one. I was so heartbroken over season two. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Bob. But, uh, you know... The people that we, like, are watching the show for, right, mm -hmm. they're back. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it and can I'm only be good. I'm so happy all those kids are, like, branching off and doing other things. Yep. Like, you like know, It, it and uh, she's going to be in Godzilla. the new Godzilla movie. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, What's-His-Face Which... was in um, Shazam. Yep. So. Which I still haven't seen. Oh, so good. Okay, I'll get to that. Yeah, um, yeah, I didn't write down the Godzilla King of the Monsters trailer, but if you were listening to this, please go watch that. That trailer, because they showed that during Pokemon, mm -hmm. so we got to see it again. 
There is a lot going on in that movie. It oh, almost sure. seems like there's way too much going on in that movie. We'll see. I mean, uh, what was that other movie with big monsters fighting each other? Like monsters fighting robots? Do you remember what that was movie that, is? Was they that did in two the trailer? No, oh. there's another movie starring uh, Charlie Day uh, from It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. And he plays a scientist, but there's... Um, or maybe the movie hasn't the set the second or third one hasn't. I've, I don't know. We're this getting into stuff. Familiar. We don't even know what we're talking about. It, <laughs> but it's it's basically robots fighting monsters, and they're able to pull it off. So I feel like yeah. if there's multiple monsters in this movie, whatever you know. It was just a very action packed trailer. Yeah, there was like no downtime. Um, I mean that's one approach to it, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Just wow them. Yeah. <laughs> You don't need to show Throw as many monsters yeah. on the screen as you can. But good thing about that, though, is like there's less story that they're spoiling if they do that. True. Because everything's out of context. Yeah, exactly. You're just seeing the action stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. And I'm excited for Stranger Things. And we're moving on to a trailer that you reminded me about. Uh, the Dead Don't Die. Mm-hmm. Did you watch this again? Yeah, or, uh, <laughs> I love that trailer. So this is another one that's star-studded, but it's kind of off-the-beaten-path actors that you wouldn't expect to be yeah. in a movie together. I love Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver's great. He has such a good sense of humor. Um, I actually, outside of the Star Wars, I haven't seen many of the movies he's done. I know he did a bank robbery movie, right? I can't remember what it was called. I don't know. It, was, it came out... This year? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was with Channing Tatum. Right. Oh, my God. That movie's amazing. Okay, we did watch it. that. Yeah, it's super funny. Oh, my God. It's so funny. So, I heard good things. Yeah, so, it's really good. Uh, Adam Driver, Bill Murray is in this. We should mention, this is a zombie movie with a sense of humor. Uh-huh. So, that's the thing that is in goes way back in the zombie genre. Um. To the earliest zombie movies. They always have sort of a sense of humor to them. They don't take themselves seriously, right? Yeah. Except for the very first one, Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, oh shit, who is the director of a bunch of those? Romero. Romero. All of his movies, they they never take themselves too seriously. No, especially a- as they went along. It was, right. Yeah. And, like, I really just enjoyed that about zombie movies, and I think a lot of these, like, creature movies and stuff maybe should take note of that when they're trying to do their stuff. Like, don't make it so scary all the fucking time. You can... We can laugh between the people getting their face bitten off. This reminds me of Shaun of the Dead. Oh, totally, yeah. You know. Uh, In fact, I wouldn't be um, surprised if they, like have some kind of a nod to that movie in this right. one. But uh, besides Adam Driver and Bill Murray, we have Danny Glover, Tilda Swinton, who's like an A-list, A-list actress, uh, playing, uh, I guess, a uh, swordsman. Yeah. She's got a weird <laughs> Samurai. role. She has a weird, weird role in that movie. Steve Buscemi's in this. Uh, Rosie Perez out of nowhere. Where uh, the fuck has she been? She did, she did Pineapple Express. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's, but he was well, see that was like ten years ago. It wasn't ten years ago. I bet it was. You want to look it up? There's no way. <laughs> Do you think it came out? Two thousand nine. I think it's close to that, if not that. Oh, um, Iggy Pop. 
is in this movie. Uh, the RZA is in this movie. Selena Gomez. Ah, 2008. Oh, I was oh, real close. Damn. Isn't that crazy? Seth Rogen's been around for a while. Oh, my God. Uh, and Tom Waits is in this movie. <laughs> it's just really weird. It's a weird They're, cast. And I'm sure there's more that they haven't even mentioned, right? Yeah, it's a hodgepodge of people. Uh, and from the trailer, we we get a ton of jokes mm-hmm. thrown at us. And a really we get a nice sense of what this movie's going to be, the kind of sense of humor it's going to have. Yeah. Uh, and God damn it, I love Bill Murray so much. He picks these really interesting, which by the way, um, I'm sure you know this, but he's going to be in Zombieland 2 again, I think. Oh my God. As I a mean, real I zombie? Well, okay. Maybe I spoke out of turn. I don't know for certain that he's <laughs> going to be in it, but like, why? it's a zombie movie. He was in the first one. Why yeah. wouldn't he be? Maybe I'm just guessing they killed he's going to be in it. <laughs> they, well, okay, I know, but it's a zombie movie, so... So he comes back as a real zombie and they make him a pet. That'd be cool. Actually, wait, did did they let him come back as a zombie and then kill him? No. the, the Again? No. Or did they bury him? Because if they, because if he, if they kill him, because that, yeah, because that's how it went. They, he, he surprised. He surprised what's his face. And then they killed him not knowing that he wasn't a zombie, right? He was acting like a zombie. That's yeah. why I was confused. Yeah. Okay. So. I don't remember what they did with his body. <laughs> they felt like they dumped it somewhere. They rolled it up or and they like threw it over the ledge of the house. I don't remember. That movie deserves a rewatch. We're going to have to do that. But uh, I could see him coming back is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, this movie, though, Dead Don't Die, is going to be awesome. There's no way I'm not seeing it in the theater if it's anywhere near us. So mm-hmm. that is happening. Yeah, uh any trailers that you can think of you would like to mention? No. Oh, uh, two things. I didn't get to watch the new tra- the trailer for the uh, final season of Orange is the New Black, but that is a great show. Um, I don't know if you're familiar at all, but women's prison show that is very lighthearted, Nick uh, used but to also watch it. super dramatic. So, yeah. um, very cool. I'm excited to see what they're gonna. They're gonna try to wrap that uh, mm-hmm. that concept up somehow, which I don't know how you can. They're all <laughs> they're all in prison, <laughs> and um, they continue to yeah, stay in <laughs> right. prison. Some of them, I'm sure, I'm sure will. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, the main character Piper, she got out, right? I believe last season she did. Yes. Yeah, because um, she she wrote the wait. book Orange is the New Black. Yeah. So that's the thing. like I read the book too. Um. They definitely went off the map of that. Like yeah. they. They didn't really follow the book. Well, she wasn't in jail that long, was she? Uh, a few years, I think. Yeah. So, depends on what you mean by very long, because <laughs> that's long to me. Well, I mean, but in the in the storyline, or on the show, she was in there longer, right? Uh, Yeah, and especially since, like, it was four or five seasons or something like that yeah. before she got out. So, that's like five years in people life. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then the other thing, and maybe the thing I'm most excited about, is, uh, well, first of all, we didn't mention Star Wars. Obviously, everybody knows there's a new Star Wars movie coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, And besides that, though, new Rick and Morty is happening. Mm. I don't know if you watch that show at all. Mm -mm. You and Nick would love that show. We come into it because I'll turn on the TV and Mm -hmm. it'll be on the channel that we were watching. Yeah. 
And I, I'm so confused. Well, you got to watch it. You got to see some of the first episodes to really understand what the concept is. Yeah. Like, they lay it all out in the earliest episodes. And then from there, you understand what is happening. Because okay. every episode, he takes them on some kind of journey, right? Mm-hmm. And it's batshit crazy. <laughs> and they go to some of the... What's great is it's an open canvas yeah. kind of show, right? It's, first of all, it's animated, so they can do whatever the fuck they want. But um, because of what the concept is, like they're he's using it to go to alternate dimensions and stuff, yeah. it can be literally anything, anything. they want. <laughs> and then it could play on itself, and it could play with stuff that's in the real world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So all of that makes it super interesting, and you never know what's going to happen on any... Like, okay. There are through lines. There are th- sort of things that like go through yeah like it'll start with an event happening and then an arc is what they call Mm -hmm. that in the middle of the season they'll revisit some kind of evil villain or whatever and then he'll disappear again for a while and then he'll come back at the season finale yeah but um the first couple of seasons were pretty fairly short and they're coming back after it kind of caught and wildfire spread everywhere what channel had it been on it's on adult swim is that where it was originally? I believe so. And then what? It got a cult following after it got canceled, or it didn't get canceled. Uh, it just takes a long time for them to make stuff to animate it. Yeah, and I believe they ordered like forty-five episodes. Oh shit! So that is why they're that's a tall order. <laughs> yeah, so you're talking forty-five different stories, right? Yeah. So that's why it's taking them a while to, for the, to get, them to get back to it, but. They tease that it's coming back in November. I saw the teaser for it. Yeah. yeah. So, super excited for that. Cool. Hmm. Yeah. And you guys, that is of utmost importance. You got to get gotta watch current on Rick and Morty. <laughs> um, okay. So, we're an hour in. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need to take a break before we go through Pet Cemetery? Or are you okay? Yeah, let's take a five-minute smoke okay. break. Okay, we will do that. Boo! Boo! <laughs> yeah. Testing? Testing, and we're back. And we're back. Let's talk about the reboot of Pet Cemetery, shall we? Okay. Uh, <laughs> if we must. Uh, starring Jason Clark, Amy Simetz, and, of course, John Lithgow. Mm-hmm. Who is probably the best part about this movie, mm-hmm. but we'll get to it. Uh, novel, originally 1983, first movie from 1989. Um, let's refresh about the first movie. What are your thoughts on the first movie? Do you like it? I liked it. It scared me. That little kid Gage was terrifying. Oh, yeah. And that kid was certainly like amazing yeah. at playing that. Like to find a kid who could play that role at that and be that young mm-hmm. and sort of like I'm sure it was hell trying to get him to do those things. I yeah, I don't know. I mean it's worth checking out that documentary they put out a couple of years ago. I think I've talked about it a little bit on the show, but mm-hmm. uh yeah, and that kid's grown up now, and it's really weird. And he looks exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, he doesn't look that different, honestly. No. But uh, His name is Miko Hughes, I'm not sure. I think. Yeah, but um, I loved the original Pet Cemetery, even though it's super cheesy. It's very much a product of the early 90s or oh, late yeah. 80s or whatever. Uh, I just said it came out in 1989. Um, so, going in... 
you're automatically going to be comparing it to the, the original story and that first movie. Fuck yeah. So that is sort of a high bar. Um, and I tried to not let that color my criticism. Well, and then, like, the guy who made the movie was saying that, you know, we made it scarier and scarier and scarier. Mm-hmm. You know, so they were setting up an expectation, too, of it just being super scary. Right. They... The um they hyped it a lot. Mm-hmm. And like we said earlier, they showed it as South by Southwest and everybody said they loved it. So it was like, okay, well maybe we're gonna like this yeah. and be surprised. Maybe um, it'll be like it and yeah. it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. It certainly did not make as much money as it, not mm-hmm. even close. No. Um and if you compare it to the money that the original made, it made less. So <laughs> Um, not in today's, like in right, right. when you adjust for inflation or whatever. Um, so backstory is that King was a writer in residence at the university of Maine. He rents a house, uh, next to a very busy highway. His daughter's cat was killed. And, um, let's see. He was writing basically a retelling of the story of monkey's paw from uh 1902 which has sort of similar resurrection elements mm-hmm. and he just adapted it to a new story that involved his life right you know? um the novel was released to end a contract uh dispute with double day over payment of three million dollars over 60 years king gave them pet cemetery to exit the contract right he didn't want it to see the light of day right uh, and it actually sat in his desk for a long time. He thought it was way too dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, what's funny is he didn't think that until after he was finished and he reread it. Right. <laughs> like, how yeah. did you not see it was going that way? <laughs> I don't know. And then like with the with the kid death and all that stuff, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he maybe thought it was even too much for him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and his fans. So basic story is the family moves to the small town uh ludlow lewis has to work at this university um ellie sees this uh pet funeral procession this we're getting into this movie now the remake yeah right um she goes up to the cemetery and sees the giant deadfall which the deadfall is even bigger in this mm-hmm. version but they don't focus that much on it and in the story, it has like this supernatural element to it, yeah. like, and and the the boonies that are behind it have this very supernatural quality to them that they don't really focus on at all. Um, so that's sort of an oversight right at the top, and I was like, okay, well, here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the neighbor Judd meets Ellie, uh, right in front of the deadfall at, at the pet cemetery, right? Yeah. And he has a different accent. It's not really the same sort of thing that the original actor did. Yeah. Which, that's fine. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be able to match what... Uh, Every cadence. What the monster yeah. guy did. Yeah. <laughs> um. First thing, positive thing I got out of this movie was where we get Victor Pascal. The gore, the... the um. The actual physical makeup that they did for this non-digital makeup. They maybe added probably a little bit of blood and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was pretty intense. Yeah. The the gore was definitely... Like eye-opening work. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this is bad, you know? 
Um, I really like the version they did in the first one too, but this one was way more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like stomach turn- turning a little bit that bad. Like what it would really look like if somebody got smashed by a car, right? Yeah. Um, so very quickly, Judd finds Church dead in the road. Uh, the road is a little bit less less threatening in this one than the old movie, mm-hmm. but um, they do kind of like flash at it. It just and... seems like a weird random road to have semis driving on. Sure. And I don't know. I mean, it's not that far out of like expectation, though. Right. Yeah. It's not like they totally changed it around or anything like that. Yeah. It's just a little bit. It seemed a little bit less threatening to me. Um, Victor is it seems to be like repaying lewis like when he comes back in his mind and he comes um he walks into his bedroom right and he's like telling him to come Mm -hmm. and follow him he's gonna and the way they played out is like he's paying him back for helping him on the doctor's table what's weird though is i felt like in the original they did some they did such a, a good job of explaining why He's seeing like, I don't know. It just felt really rushed. Mm-hmm. And like, why? Why is the dad seeing a ghost? And why is the mom hearing her sister's voice? Like, it wasn't enough well, explanation. Yeah, and that goes back to the pet cemetery thing. They don't really establish that it is uh, threatening in a kind of yeah um, supernatural way. It's like they glossed over. Yeah, like they so didn't we have just get time. to him taking him into the woods, and it's like, well, why are we going into the woods? Yeah, I I would have liked to have seen less of the kids wearing a mask marching into the woods, yeah. having a weird parade, right. and got more backstory on things. Yeah, and you know, it with this whole Victor Pascal thing, it's like, I it seems like he's an aberration of the evil spirit himself. Because he's helping him do this nefarious thing when that's not really what it's supposed to be. No, he was he's, trying to stop him. Yeah. So, uh, misstep, big mm-hmm. time. Um, the cat comes back, and I don't know about you, but like I liked the other cat better. I don't think that this cat seemed as creepy or gross, really. No, he was super cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why'd you pick a cute cat? Well, and they, supposed to be a mean, like dirty, like shitty cat. Right? They had like five or six different churches too. Right. Like each cat had its own specialty of what it would do on right. command, and each cat was just cute. And I think they like painted the cats and stuff. So yeah. I get like that's cool, but the cat didn't seem that threatening to me. Um, and then so. Oh, okay. I don't see. I wrote these notes a couple of weeks ago when we were going to do this, so it's it's coming back to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, here's what I wrote: always had a little trouble with Judd taking him to the burial grounds. Um, there's a little bit better of a setup in this one where they have a sort of powwow. Yeah, but it almost seemed like he did it on purpose. Yeah, because, well, he does. He does. He do got it. screwed over with it. So. Yeah, he tells him the story about his dog. Yeah, they don't ever show the dog though. So like. It doesn't feel as real. Yeah. Well, it just seemed like he was setting him up for failure. Yeah. And like, I don't know. In the story, it's like forces pull him there. It's not really that. I don't know. It's not. I think they explain (laughs) that later that Judd says forces pulled him there. Right. But they don't establish that ahead of the thing. So you're just wondering why is this creepy neighbor taking him there? Yeah. You still haven't established why. Yeah. So 
It, 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 the movie didn't develop like the relationships. Yeah, or... the the whole first act is a mess. Yeah, and that's very important to <laughs> the rest of the movie. Obviously, yeah. Um, you need to lay all that groundwork out. And... So Church comes back and he's a bad kitty. Oh, <laughs> bad kitty. Uh, they have the birthday party, um, and Allie is in the street to go get Church after she sees him for the first time. She's like, "Is that Church?" He goes running after him. Um, Gage follows, and this is where we get the shit that we saw in the trailer already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if this is the fake out, why did you show us in the trailer? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We find out later why they showed us the one fake out, because there's going to be another one. But don't show us either of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or that's they a, just figured you knew it already. That's why, well, I mean, everybody who knows the story, first of all, they're assuming everybody just knows the story. Mm-hmm. Eh, nope, wrong. Well, you gotta yeah. assume everybody's going in free of anything. That's why they didn't explain anything. So, I guess, but that's very assumptuous of <laughs> that's them. That's not how you tell a story. Right, exactly. So, um, Gage follows her into the street. And then we get the fake out that Ellie gets hit instead, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no Gora in that at all. No. Um, which, big, I think, sort of a mistake. Like, you don't have to show it, but um, when she, when we get to her coming back, it's like, well, she doesn't even look that messed up for a fucking tractor trailer running her over or knocking her into the woods or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, of, of course, like, the grief of the parents finding her is definitely emotionally important for the story. Mm-hmm. That's what they were going for. Show them instead. And then you connect with them. Right. If you're a parent, especially. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like in a, if you're going for more shock, like why not just show her a little bit at least. Um, Here's what I wrote next. Filmmakers apparently wanted to temper expectations about the kids, which so they put in the trailer. I I guess that's as that's as good of an explanation mm-hmm. as I could get. But I disagree with that choice completely. Don't fucking put that in the trailer. Yeah. Um. And I was okay with the kids switch. I understand it's hard to get a three year old to do things, and it's yeah. easier to get like the twelve year old to do it. Yeah, and with the switch itself, yeah. I'm okay with. I like like a new approach. Mm-hmm. As long as it goes somewhere interesting after that, I'm fine with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you are, you already did the other one, so why right. just redo it beat for beat? That doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? If you're especially if you're wanting to surprise people who have already know the story. Mm-hmm. Um, but again. We're not surprised because we already know this is going to happen because we saw the fucking trailer. Well, yeah, and they gave all that information ooh, away <laughs> uh, to begin with. Yeah. So it was like we all went into it knowing that the little boy was not the one dying. So then we go to the funeral. Um, and another mis- another change and misstep for me is that Rachel's parents are not involved. We don't have any idea who her parents are, really. Um, and in the main story, they pushed that like that um, relationship between Lewis and her parents being acrimonious, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't like him. Yeah, he kind of doesn't like them. Well, and her parents were terrible. Yeah, they were awful. And, you know, with the whole Zelda backstory, mm-hmm. um, not the video game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sister. The sister, um, you know, 
they could have established a lot more of that they earlier. They established nothing. Exactly. And all of a sudden she just had So we're in the sister. second act, yeah, and we're, we're getting all this extra information out of nowhere. Yeah, although I will say that they did a really good job of making the sister look... Yes, so when we get to that... Super bad looking. When we get to that, they did a, a, a fine job with that yeah. stuff. Um, there's just no plot line to go with it. But yeah, so there's more focus on Rachel and her trauma and not really like everything that it encompasses mm-hmm. and and then of course we get there we see the sister stuff but it's kind of late in the movie for it so here's my question how long was the running time with the original pet cemetery uh i believe it's sort of standard movie length like hour which and is, a half which is what we got with this so how is it that the original was able to get all this information like what did they not they stuck like, closer to the book like, what um, did they show us too much of in this new one that we didn't get all that extra, the extra goodies? Well, they kind of stick around Lewis a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they just like had longer scenes of what we already, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of the scenes that sort of were the same, um, they just extended a little bit, I guess. Hmm. I didn't really think about it until you asked that. So, yeah, I've been thinking about that because I'm like, yeah. well, am I going to have to rewatch it now just so I can be like, well, what did they fuck up on? I would say the first Pet Cemetery is definitely worth a rewatch. But yeah. but but this one, I like, I don't know, maybe to like just really understand more of what they were going for, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So with... Rachel and her sister, we get a lot of flashback stuff with them, too. And uh, they show the dumbwaiter thing, which I think is a new thing. Um, I don't remember that, but I might be wrong. It might be in the book. Um, There's some really scary physical body effects Mm -hmm. that, like we mentioned, are awesome. And then um, Judd and Lewis have a drink while uh, Rachel leaves town. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, with the, uh, with the son, right? Gage. Mm-hmm. With Gage. Um, Judd tries to convince Lewis that what he's thinking about doing, he should not be thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is resurrecting the girl. Right. And, uh, Lewis gives Judd the Cosby treatment. Uh, <laughs> he, he knocks him out and, um. In the book, the wife is sick and sort of getting worse, and Judd asks Lewis to look over her. Mm-hmm. So there's more of a, uh, like Judd's wife, I mean. And Judd's wife is not even in this. No. She's already dead. But we get a more close relationship with them, right? So instead, we just have this neighbor. Yeah. Uh, and that you don't really get that much of how close they are. Like they grow closer over Lewis taking care. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of what leads him to helping Lewis. Right. Um, yeah, we don't get any of this backstory. Right. So if you leave a whole bunch of stuff out, it makes the body that makes everything less strong. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so let's see here. So Ellie is back after Lewis puts her in the pet cemetery. Right. Mm hmm. Or in the uh, Indian burial ground, I should say. And she's pretty messed up. <laughs> she's got a droopy eye. <laughs> she seems to know everything about what's happening now. Yeah. So now we get the supernatural element because she is apparently wise beyond 
you know she's possessed now yeah, exactly. by whatever spirit um and let's see rachel comes back to town with gay with gage ellie says it's uh oh um judd gets a call from rachel on while she's on her way back and goes and asks if lewis is okay judd knows that he did it mm-hmm. right but he sort of shuts the door on him and uh and that ellie is already back by this point right right we get this really creepy scene where they're laying down in bed together yeah. uh before rachel comes back rachel goes back and sees that she is back right um and is obviously not okay with this right <laughs> she's totally freaked out she's like flipping she's going completely insane mm-hmm. right um Ellie is, uh, we're not giving you much details on her, but like she basically just says about her mom, it's okay. I don't want her here either. Like, (laughs) yeah, she's she's evil too. (laughs) Like Rachel said, she doesn't want Ellie here. Ellie doesn't want her here. And she's before that, she like gets up out of bed before Lewis does, and she's like dancing in the. Yeah, it's all very weird. It's pretty freaky. Um, which like her as an actress, she did okay with what the role she was given. Like yeah. I feel like she did okay being a creepy weirdo. She has a fa- face for it, and like, um, you know, there's no. I'm not downing her acting ability whatsoever. It's just um, the way everything has played out so far. It makes this sort of less strong. Yeah, it's all very choppy. Right. Uh, so then Ellie goes over to Judd's cause Judd sees her in the window. Right. And slices the Achilles tendon. Well, we think that she's under the bed though. I did yeah. like that freak out. Exactly. That... Yeah. Cause that's a callback yeah. to the old, you know, setup yeah. of how that. And happened. I was, I was waiting for the Achilles thing. Cause that's, that's my least favorite. I hate that. Yeah. Oh my God. It gives me the heebie jeebies. Yeah. Ugh. So yeah. So we get the fake out under the bed and then, um, Lithgow is a total badass in this section, and he has some awesome lines uh, against her, right? Yeah. Uh, so I like that. I like that Lithgow got his stuff in. You know right. what I mean? Um, Venom is back. <laughs> may or may not be purring into the microphone. <laughs> He's against it, literally. So, oh. <laughs> um, so Lewis leaves to go to Judd's to stop Ellie. Ellie attacks Rachel while Judd is, or while Lewis is across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of had this like Scooby Doo thing where yeah, yeah. she's going here, he's going there, that kind of thing. Um, Gage is dropped outside the window to Lewis, which is a total fucking crazy thing. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You know, but I guess like you got to save the kid, right? Yeah, save the baby. Um, Ellie attacks her. But doesn't kill her, I don't think. Um, and then um, Ellie knocks out Lewis with a shovel, right? Is that what happens? I don't remember. Um, oh, no, no, no. Okay, so Ellie eventually does kill Rachel. Ellie knocks out Lewis with a shovel in the pet cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, Ellie drags Rachel's yeah, body Ellie's to the, the pet one cemetery. Who does it. Yeah. Uh, Lewis finds Ellie in the pet cemetery, tries to kill her. Dead Rachel impales Lewis. So we're just getting all kinds the of crazy. The whole family is now dead. Yeah. So Lewis gets dragged and buried like the rest of the family. Uh, all three 
come staggering come back, home. Uh, and find Gage in the car where Lewis put Gage, right? Yeah. Uh, and now we just have a family of zombies. And you, yeah, and you hear the car get unlocked, and uh, that's pretty much how the movie ends. We have a family of zombies. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Why? Why did it end this way? I don't know. Why? I don't understand it. Like, what happens now? Yeah, exactly. I mean, of course, they leave it as a cliffhanger ending with everybody. And why would they do that? Are they planning on doing a second one? Well, nobody's left. Nobody's even, no other neighbors are around that we can tell. So what are they going to do? I don't know. They're just going to live in the fucking house? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what is happening? So, uh, and then also because nobody else is around, where are these kids coming from to parade in the woods to to have a pet? Like what? So they're just going to hang out in the woods and kill kids. Yeah. So initially I, you know, for when I saw this movie, I kept, excuse me, I kind of just rolled with it and I was like, okay, wherever they're going to go, just go wherever. When they got to the finish line, they did this. I was like, "Okay, no, what? I'm yeah. I am not rolling with this. Not okay with this. It's not because it's different than the book. It's not because it's different than the first movie. I'm like we said. I'm generally okay with it. They're going to change some stuff. Mm-hmm. If you just kill off every person and then everybody's a zombie, what's the point of that? I don't know. Yeah, there's no. You leave nothing to be connected to. Like. Everything is unreal at the end. Then yeah. you're not, you don't connect with anybody. Like you don't even connect with Gage. He's a little kid in a car. They're mm-hmm. obviously going to kill him too if everybody yeah. else is dead. So um, you're not, your imagination can't even take you much further beyond no. it. What are they going to do? Like if you, if you, if you have, if you make an ending that is dark, mm-hmm. I understand that. Like I understand a Twilight Zone ending. Um, but when it's to a story like this, um, Pet Cemetery is a dark story across the board. But yeah, at the it, end, it didn't it's, need this. No, um, it just felt like they were like, "How can we make it even crazier?" Yeah, push the envelope. Oh, we'll just kill everyone. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, I understand a dark ending, but. Uh, if it doesn't serve the story and it doesn't make everything better, you know what like, I mean? Okay, so in in um, The Mist, mm-hmm. they changed that ending from Stephen King's. And Stephen King, in the book, they all survive. Right. In the movie, the uh, dad, you know, they have enough bullets to shoot them all and he has to shoot his son and then, you know, he's the last one left and there's no bullets left for him. And then you see that there actually are survivors. Yeah, and then like the mist clears and everybody's okay, and you think, oh my god, had he waited thirty seconds, yeah. you know, all of the people in the car with him would still be alive. Like that was a legit change, right? For the better. And it's an extra twist on the end that makes it yeah. okay that that happened, um, because there is hope. Yeah. After that, may not have gotten out with all the characters you wanted, but you get out with something, yeah. right? We get out with nothing. Nothing. Here. <laughs> Not even the cat survived. So um, I think suffice to say we didn't enjoy this and um, don't recommend it. Well, the whole time I was thinking, where are they going with this? Where mm-hmm. are they going with this? And then they went there with it. And I thought, well. That's not what I wanted. No. Yeah. So 
Um, I wouldn't call it a waste of, you know, my life, you know, a waste of two hours or whatever that I'll never get back. But it definitely was a disappointment. Totally. And even um, upon first watch, like I said, and I'm rolling with stuff, um, you know, I was like, okay, well, the rest of this has sort of been like decently okay. Mm -hmm. Some of the choices are weird, sure. But like if they get to the finish line with something that's also decent, I'll go out being like, ah, whatever, you know, um, not going to do that with this. This finish line is not up to par. No. Um, and I believe that that affected the overall reception. Well, yeah, because everybody got out of there and told people, like, don't see that fucking movie. Yeah. If you're a fan, you're probably not going to like this that much. I mean, you don't have to do a dead reel scene by scene thing of the ending of the original one where they're in the kitchen and the wife comes back and she murders the dad you know like you don't have to do scene by scene of that but you could have had the wife come back the dad be like oh my god what have i done you know yeah or maybe like judd survives yeah and he shows up and takes care of all them and then takes gay see i didn't even have to think about that i didn't think about that before i came here to do this with you that's a way better ending. Yeah. If they're going to change it. Yeah. Somebody has to save the kid. <laughs> if the kid survived, if you change the story and the kid survived getting run over by a car, mm-hmm. then. Well, that was what was so heartbreaking about the original is that this poor little girl in yeah. the first one is now an orphan who has no brother, no cat, no mom, no dad. Like you just felt so bad for her mm-hmm. because, you know, she didn't have any control over any of this craziness that just happened to her. And that was what was so like, oh, man. Like, yeah, see, and crazy. that's what we're talking about. You connected with her, her yeah. story. Yeah. Um, but there was none of that in this because everybody dies. If we just go to zombie world uh, and we nobody knows what it's like to be a zombie. Yeah. And no, you can't connect with any of those people. Then why do I care? I, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't either. Uh, so that is going to wrap up our review of Pet Cemetery and a whole bunch of trailers and Pokemon Go or po- no Pokemon, Pokemon Detective, Detective Pikachu yeah. until we get Detective Pikachu. And I'm super excited for um it chapter two. Yeah, so that'll be Which they're saying is going to be bloodier right. than the first one. The trailer's really good. Trailer's super good. Um uh you know Bill Hader I like I just watched the season finale season two of Barry. Super in love with that show. I um, love him. I love all his amazing. interviews. He cracks himself up. All yeah, time. totally. Well, he's been all over every late show <laughs> lately, too. Like, yeah. I just love how he makes himself giggle. Yeah. And then he giggles harder. Yeah. So <laughs> um, we can only hope for better than I this know. movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> It'll be... Let's hope it's up to par with the first one. Well, that's going to be hard because we're going to be comparing it to the first one the entire time. Now. Yeah. But it's a whole different story. Say, and this is what we talked about. Again, we talked about this on a previous episode. You can check out the It um, miniseries mm-hmm. review that we did where we talked about how uh, the differences between the book and the way that plays out and the movies and the way that they play out mm-hmm. is that they don't tell it in a linear fashion in the book or Stephen right. King doesn't. So, and because of the necessity of telling a story visually, they have to split the stories in two mm-hmm. and not tell them back to back, switching, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know what that's going to do to this story, if it's going to end up uh, weakening it, but um, I'm, again, tentatively positive about 
I'm excited. I'm excited to see the kids again in flashbacks. Oh yeah, totally. Um, yeah, there's no way that we can wait a long time to do that one. We waited a while to do this because <laughs> it's less important because we both didn't like it. No. But uh, yeah, so we'll return to do that, and you know if other stuff comes up that necessitates us catching back up with all of you wonderful listeners out there, then we will do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on the end of this nope. that you want to say? All right. Then uh, see you next time, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>